Yo, yo. It's Saturday school, kids. What's going on out there? Get out your notebooks. Get ready to go. This is Mark Bell, Saturday School. Welcome to another class. Today's question is coming in from my boy Andrew, my boy Andrew Z. He's got some questions, and I think I got some answers. And hopefully that you guys will find this really helpful, and I appreciate Andrew thinking of y'all. So Andrew asked the question of, you know, a lot of us lift through it. A lot of us utilize the gym to help with our mental state. And by going all in and going deep and doing that work on how we look on the outside, it really helps cook us thoroughly on the inside like a microwave. And it helps warm up our soul and it helps it helps preserve us. It helps um, to give us energy in moving forward each and every single day. And so the question is, you know, what can we do now? What if things never get back to normal? Uh, kind of the what ifs, what if, you know, what if this, what if that, you know, what if there's a COVID-20? Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to talk too much today about my personal opinions on that. Um, you guys are entitled to your own personal opinions. I've shared them many, many times over you can listen to the Power Project and you can get the vibe of what I'm putting down in terms of my beliefs on COVID-19 and, and things of that nature. We've done a bunch of episodes on it with uh, some really high-level people that I thought had some really great things to say uh, in terms of their perspective and their thoughts on COVID-19 and what's all going down with that. In this particular time, where in some states, some of the gyms are still closed. I, you know, we live out here in California, and not only are the gyms closed, and they said, hey, you guys can work out outside, though. <laughs> if you can figure that out, you can work out outside. People are like, okay, well, you know, it's hot out. It's 115 degrees, but we'll figure it out. At least we can work out in the morning, and when the sun goes down, and we can figure out working out for at least some hours of the day. And so a lot of people in California adjusted to that, and they did that. Um, but unfortunately, we've had a lot of fires here. Um, and so that has prevented some people from being able to exercise. I would say, um, it, it, it's I shouldn't say it prevented people to, from exercising. It prevented people from going to the gym. And I think that exercise and going to the gym are two different things. And I think that you should always stay in touch with exercise no matter what. Some form of exercise. What's just one thing that you can do? Um, you don't, Maybe you can't afford to have a bunch of equipment at your house, a bunch of lifting equipment at your house. Or maybe you just don't have the space for it. Maybe you live in an apartment and... You know, you, you just, your options are real limited. Those kinds of things kind of stink. But number one, I would say work on changing your circumstances so that you protect yourself from events such as these. So that's a long-term goal. In the interim, the short term, what are some things that you can do? Um, I don't want to make this sound too ridiculous, but could you do wall sits? 
supersetted with push-ups, supersetted with walking lunges? Do you have a wall to sit up against? Do you have a floor to do lunges off of? Do you have a floor to do push-ups off of? I recognize that this is not the same as going to the gym because it's, you know, environment-wise, there is uh, other attractive people there, and sometimes that gets you to go there. There are other people that are in shape and fired up and excited. There are like-minded individuals at the gym. That sparks you up. The guy at the front desk who's going to ask you what you're working for the day, maybe that gets you motivated for the day. Um, You know, just... Maybe you have a workout partner, but could you, could you try some of these things? Could you try some body weight exercises at home? Can you lift with bands a little bit? I know some people have done that already and they're like, man, I just don't want to do that anymore. What about getting outside? You know, cause I know California is burning all the hell, but other areas of the country aren't. Could you go run some hills? Could you go find some stairs to run? Could you grab a hold of a friend and say, hey, let's go do this? Could you go on a walk? Could you ride your bike? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. The answer is yes. There is probably, if you were to think about it, there's there's probably a lot more that you can do than that you can't do. And what I would like to advise to you right now, it is 10.54 p.m., on Sunday night and I'm sitting in my car outside outside my house I could very well easy just do this from my home but I wanted to just get outside it's pitch black out here and weird and I wanted to go in deep on this and I wanted to give you guys something to chew on and give you guys something good and what I'm going to propose to you is that right here right now you draw, draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not surrendering my, surrendering my exercise for anyone, for anybody, or for anything fucking ever. And here's why. You guys have seen the fuck your elbow video. You guys have heard me say, fuck you and fuck your elbow. Those of you that haven't seen that, the premise behind fuck your elbow is, I said in a video a long time ago, pain is coming our way. We are all going to die. We will all end up in a wheelchair someday. So with the remaining time that you have on this earth, why not live your life like a fucking savage and continue every single day to put one foot in front of the other and just be a motherfucker. Be a stone cold motherfucking lunatic for yourself and for self-improvement and for personal development you got to protect your space. You have to protect your property. And your property, your intellectual property, is you. And you cannot survive. Your IP cannot survive. You cannot pass along your genes. You cannot pass along your ideas. You cannot pass along your creations unless you're healthy. And it's your job. It's your obligation to be better than you were yesterday. Do more, be more. Do more, be more. Don't try shit, do shit. There is no try. It's do or do not. Make a decision. Draw a line in the sand. 
Your fucking mom is not going to stop you from lifting. Your dad's not going to stop you from lifting. The weather's not going to stop you from lifting. The fires here in California aren't going to stop you from getting in your exercise one way or another. Intense, rigorous exercise. I did say lifting, but it doesn't always have to be lifting. I'm just tuned in to lifting, so I'm always going to say lifting. Intense, rigorous exercise. Rigorous. What a cool word. Shit that's tough. Shit that's hard. Shit that maybe just not that easy. Maybe it's not even hard because I've gone over this before. I don't really believe in hard work anymore. And the reason I don't believe in hard work anymore is because things are just a little bit more difficult than they were last time. It's just a challenge. It's a little extra challenging. But is it really hard? Yeah, maybe. Maybe if you want to be a pussy about it, it's hard. But it's not really hard. It's hard in comparison to the weak-minded. It's hard in comparison to people that have a poor and broke mindset. People have a broke mindset. Even the most successful people, oftentimes, their mind is just a little less broke than everybody else's. But have they reached human potential? Fuck, no, they haven't. They haven't even come close. And any single one of them, anybody that you admire, Elon Musk, The Rock, Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, <laughs> any of these people that you would put up on a pedestal, that you would you know, think had high levels of success, I mean, some of them... They might have to say, yes, I've you know done the most optimal things as much as I possibly can just because that's their current frame of mind. But they would also have to admit that they're full of shit and that they haven't and that they fall victim to their desires, things that, things that go against the grain. I mean, think about cheating on your diet. Is it really that serious, right? Cheating on your diet, like as if you're cheating on your spouse. Like it sounds, you know, it sounds like a pretty, a pretty bad foul, right? But, but we call it that because it's cheating. It's going against the principles that you set up for yourself. And then why do we do that? We do that because we're fallible. We're human beings. We mess up all the time. We suck. But can you draw a line in the sand and say from this day forward, I'm going to continue to figure out a way to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. Hmm. Let me go over a checklist of shit that would allow me to do that. How about I have a sound mind? How about I have a strong immune system? Sound mind, sound body. How about I become one with my intelligence and the strength that I have? How about I form... How about I form a cohesive, collaborative unit within myself to be as big and as strong and as fast and as smart as I can possibly be? Because you are big, you are strong, you are fast, you are, you are able to accelerate in many different fields 
you probably just only notice your shortcomings. You probably only notice where you come up short. You probably only notice the things that you're not good at. You probably only notice your love handles, but you don't recognize that you got some big triceps. You probably only recognize that your boobs sag when you really have really good traps or shoulders. Right? You recognize that your legs are small when your chest is big. You recognize that your lats need to come up more <laughs> when your uh, biceps, triceps, and everything else looks pretty good. This is the way we are. We pick ourselves apart. And I just use bodybuilding as a slight reference because same thing with powerlifting or Olympic lifting. Oh, man, if I ever figure out the clean. Meanwhile, you're really good at, at the snatch. Meanwhile, you're really good at, you know, Olympic lifting in general. Meanwhile, you're good at front squats and you're good at all the other things that go into the training of, you know, Olympic lifting and the training of powerlifting. Oh, man, if, if I could ever just get this deadlift down. I've always had a bad back. Deadlifts always kind of hurt. Yeah, but dude, you you know what? You're pretty good at benching and you're pretty good at squatting. That's cool, you know? And and can you can you be better at something that you're the worst at? That's actually the really cool thing and the surprise here is that the thing that you're the worst at you can exponentially be better at that than you can anything else because of the progress Progress is how we measure success around here. Remember that when you're listening to me, whether it's on my podcast, whether it's Saturday school, which I'm recording on a Sunday, or whether it's Mark Smelly Bell's YouTube channel, or if it's a Super Training Gym YouTube channel, or you're listening to me on Instagram, wherever you're listening to me, whenever you're listening to me, when my voice goes through this microphone that I'm recording this off of and blasts through your head, through your headphones, or through whatever means you're listening to me right now, you need to understand that this is a mentorship. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to try to make a positive impact on your life. I'm here to have a positive influence on you, not over you, <laughs> on you. Because I would love it more than anything if these words meant something to you. And that you decided, to, as soon as you hear this right now, you're going to fucking do something about your life. Fuck COVID-19. Fuck the fires of California. Fuck all the politicians. Fuck what your family members say. Do what's right for you. And lean into it as hard as you possibly can. Lean into it with everything you got. You owe it to yourself. This is what it means to be a human being. This is what it means to figure out your life's purpose. What's your life's mission? What you here for? You know who knows the answer to that? You. You know who else knows the answer to that? Nobody. Not even the smartest people in the world have any fucking clue why human beings are on this earth. <laughs> we can guess. And the people that believe in God and the people that believe in religion, they'll point to those things. And they'll say, we're here for God. We're here to serve God or whatever it is that they might say, right? And they're entitled to believe whatever they want to believe because nobody really knows. 
It's as good a guess as anybody else got. But even beyond that, you have to figure out your own purpose. Because without purpose, you're going to say, what's the difference? What's it really matter? What's it really matter if I don't ever read that book? What's it really matter if I... What's it really matter if I never uh, register to vote? Who cares about what I got to say? What's it really matter if I don't, you know, I don't really want to voice my opinion about that. Because why would anybody care what I say? What's it matter? What's it all for anyway? I think there's a lot of people right now that are hollow, walking around without a purpose. And that, that's what I would say a lot of social media is. Hollow people leaning on each other. That's not going to go anywhere. That's not going to turn into anything. And if it turns into anything, it will probably only be bad. Hollow people sharing information with more hollow people. And no one ever becomes solid because no one ever figures out what their fucking purpose is. What you here for? You can make it up. It's up to you. You get to pick. You get to choose. Only you know why you're here. You can make up the dumbest thing that you want. You're here to bench press 600 pounds. Okay, cool. You're in. You're on the team. You gave me a purpose. You gave yourself a purpose, even more importantly. Pick a purpose. What's it going to be? What you here to do? These are the things that need to be associated with you drawing a line in the sand and saying... You ain't going backwards any further. You're not going backwards anymore. You're not going to back up beyond that line ever again. You're going to defend your territory, defend your space, defend your property, which is yourself, the things that you earned in life. No one can buy you a perfect body. No one can buy you a sound mind. No one can buy you... No one can buy you the emotional intelligence that you need to navigate this world. These are things that you have to figure out on your own. You have to grow. You have to listen to shit like this. You have to listen to certain things on the internet here and there. And you have to know what not to listen to. One suggestion I'm going to make that is not completely related to this show, but is related to this show in every single way, is go watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Pay attention to it because your mind is being molded by all the different influences that you're seeing via social media. And I'm not talking about the influencers on there because the influencers on there, for the most part, are probably one of the healthiest darn things that's on there. Sometimes our interpretation of those influencers sometimes isn't great. And sometimes there's not always the greatest influencers or leaders, but for the most part, those things are fairly benign and fairly healthy. But the dangers of social media and the dangers of what gets pitched to you and what doesn't get shown to you is dangerous because it's going to concrete these kind of ideas and thoughts that have been circulating in your head 
uh, as they track you more and more and they, they understand you more and more, you, you're going to get more and more locked into these ideas and principles and you're going to get married to these ideas. And once you're married to them, it's hard to divorce them. It's hard to back out of them. It's hard to be a free thinker any further. You won't have, you'll lose that ability. You'll become old real quick. You know, the old guy who's, you know, stubborn, right? He's setting his ways. Well, why is, setting, why is he setting his ways? Well, because he's seen it before. He's seen it a thousand times. But what's happening to us, we're seeing stuff a thousand times, uh, you know, maybe in a day, you know, or maybe in a week rather than a thousand times over the course of uh, 20, 30 years or whatever it might be. Anyway, to get back on topic, we got to keep ourselves strong at this time. We got to keep our immunity strong. So, in the era of this virus floating around and in this time period, take your vitamin D. Vitamin D3, it's not even really a vitamin, it's more like a hormone. Get outside in the sun, eat your steak, eat your eggs. You can buy eggs from the store that are loaded with omega-3s and also loaded with vitamin D. You can drink, uh, depending on your nutritional plan, you can drink uh, milk that's fortified with vitamin D. A lot of times, um, whole fat dairy products will have great amounts of vitamin D. And a lot of things that have calcium will also have vitamin D. Things like yogurt and cottage cheese and things of that nature. These are all things that are going to really keep your immune system strong you may want to eat an orange here and there uh, to get some vitamin C you may want to supplement some vitamin C these are all things that they might just assist they might just help get outside for a walk because that's going to keep the mind and the body running at full speed when you walk it's going to get your mind going probably more so than your body but it's also good for your metabolism it will help chew up some calories Running can be fantastic. What about trying to get a runner's high? <clears throat> you know, if you're if if running is tough for you, try like a run walk. But start to develop some principles and ideas of what you're going to do for your nutrition. I can tell you right now that eating um, eating a lot of carbohydrates and eating a lot of junk food. I shouldn't say a lot of carbohydrates. Eating a lot of highly processed foods is probably going to be the least beneficial thing that you can do in this time because you're probably going to already be kind of sad and depressed because you're probably most likely not having the opportunity to maybe move around as much as you wanted to. I know that other states, I've been in other states, and they don't seem to have the same uh, tough restrictions on COVID-19 um, that we have here in uh, California. Um at the moment, and there's some other areas that have that still have some strict rules going on. I, I'm starting to see some gyms opening up uh, in certain areas, kind of throughout the country. But even with all that being said, like, will this surge up again? You know, will yeah, probably, because the media is going to focus on it, and testing will get easier, and so they'll test more. They'll kind of test more and more, and the cases will rise up. Um, but if you're healthy, you have a strong immunity. Um, you know, I'm not a doctor. However, you have pretty much zero to worry about when it comes to yourself. If you're healthy, 
have a strong immune system. So just take, you know, try to take care of yourself. Try to take care of yourself. Train hard. Have fun. Find things that make you happy. What makes you happy? Do you know how important being happy is and being excited and having a good laugh is? Think about the different things you choose. Think about where you spend your time. When you watch a movie, you get a cho- you have a choice to pick a movie on Netflix. What's the movie that you pick? Is it one that's going to give you a bunch of shitty news, or did you uh, choose to watch uh, Impractical Jokers? <laughs> or did you choose to watch uh, a comedy? That's one thing I really admire about my kids. I love it about my kids. They're always watching something really stupid. <laughs> They're always watching something. They just, I'll just want to watch stuff that makes them laugh. So they're watching Practical Jokers over and over and over again, even though I think they've seen every episode. And before that, they used to watch SpongeBob. And after that, they used to watch Family Guy. The kids pretty much grew up on Family Guy. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. But that's that's what they that's what they do. And maybe we should be more like that. Maybe we should be more like little kids. That's what my nephew Hambone does, too. He watches uh, SpongeBob all the time. As a kid, I watched Bugs Bunny all the time. And even as an adult, when my kids watch SpongeBob, or when Hambone watches SpongeBob, I watch SpongeBob with him because SpongeBob is fucking awesome. And he makes me laugh. What are things that make you laugh? You know, lift every day, laugh every day, love every day, and learn every day. You know, get get some of those L's in there. Lift, learn, love. Get that shit in there. What was the other one I said? Lift, learn, <laughs> love. <clears throat> you guys will know what it is. Anyway, um, these things are really important. You know, it's really imp- it's really important that you uh, make these things a priority. So hopefully, hopefully today's show uh, was helpful to you. Hopefully you understand what I'm talking about. But I do think it's important that we take our health very seriously and that we communicate to family members and we communicate, look, anyone can think anything they want of COVID-19. You're, you're allowed to have whatever view you want of it. You're allowed to be as scared about it as you'd like. You're also as allowed to not give a damn about it and not watch any news. That's all up to you. And you're entitled to that. And if you're 75 years old, uh, maybe you have a reason to be uh, on high alert. But these people that are 65, 75 years old, these are people that we need to communicate with and say, hey, you know what? Like, you kind of eat like shit. You don't seem to care about yourself because you smoke. And so I'm, I have a question for you. Why are you so concerned over COVID-19 if you're not normally valuing your day-to-day life as it is anyway, because it appears from what I've seen from watching you eat like shit for the last 20 years, just an observation that I made, it appears that you don't really care about your health uh, and about your livelihood. I think they just don't think anything's ever going to come of it. Well, something has, and there's a virus floating around, and there's a price to pay for all the crappy eating a lot of people have been doing and for all the crappy decisions that people make in a given day 
you can take pride in taking in making better decisions. You can take pride in treat in uh, teaching your relatives. You can take pride in teaching your relatives about this situation that we're in. And you can say, hey, you know what? If you started to eat a little bit better and lost, I mean, I've helped people lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds during this situation that we're in. Are they healthier? Are they going to be less likely? I helped my own mother-in-law. My own mother-in-law, I got her off of a lot of her diabetic medication um, about two months before COVID ever really hit. And last year, when I did Operation Get Less Fatterist, which will be coming up again here soon as we get closer to October, I did Operation Get Less Fatterist, which always starts in October. Did October, November, December, and even January. January is World Carnivore Month. Um, and then I did Carnivore 100. Before this thing really ever blasted off, I mean, as I got closer to that 100 days, you guys should be watching that stuff. It's all on my YouTube channel. 100 days. I, I filmed every single day for 100 days. And I showed you how I was able to, you know, stay healthy and stay in good shape throughout the whole the whole thing. But that, the beginning of that 100 days, you know, you're seeing me all over the place. I traveled everywhere. I was at San Francisco 49ers games. I was at a couple of their playoff games. I was all over the place. I was in different states and um, I can't remember the whole the whole shebang, but I was all over the place and it ended with us being in this predicament that we're in. So I drew a line in the sand a long time ago <laughs> and decided I'm going to be my own person. I'm going to be autonomous. I'm going to move and groove and make decisions and choices on my own. Even though I am a married man, I still am going to always put myself first, put myself in the best possible position that I can so that I can then from there check in on everybody else what can I do to protect, serve? What can I do to love my wife more today? How can I love her more today? How can I show her that? Well, I can't show her that if I'm fucking dead. So I need to figure out ways of staying healthy, ways of staying strong. And I feel like I do that every single day with my diet, with my sleep, with my nutrition, with my hydration, with choosing not to drink. I've probably been on a good... 30, 40 days of, of no drinking, which I don't really drink much anyway. But for those of you that do drink, fucking get rid of it. What you need it for? You need it? Nah, you don't need it. You just want it. It's just a distraction. But remember what I said earlier, you know, how optimal are even the best people in the world? Not very. How optimal are you right now? Probably even worse than that, right? Can you make yourself more optimal? How can you be better than you were yesterday if you were already doing pretty good? Well, I gave you one idea just a couple seconds ago. Cut out alcohol. Cut out tobacco. Cut out smoking pat. Rolling doobies. 
right? There you go. I'm out of here because I need to get my ass to bed. Uh, today was a great day of football. I got an opportunity to watch a lot of NFL football games. I'm glad that football is back. It's always uh, super lonely when there's no football season going on. If you enjoyed this, if you got something from this, uh, please let me know. Please let me know exactly uh, what you enjoyed the most about this. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never a strength. Oh, and you can do so by hitting up my boy Andrew on uh, Mark Bell's uh, Power Project um, on Instagram. So hit hit up Andrew. Let him know what you liked from this particular Saturday school. The last one was fire. Everybody really liked it a lot when I talked about having people on my hit list. And uh, we got more stuff coming for you every week. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never strength. Catch you all later.